We so. have Alex. Hello. Hi. Hi, Alex. How are you this evening? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, okay. Welcome to the CASA update for the week of 6-22-2015. What has been happening, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we got a rare bit of uh, good news, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, fingers crossed. Uh, right. Towards the end of last week, um, there is an appropriations bill, I believe that's the way to say it, um, in, in some long-titled uh, House committee, um, a House subcommittee. Well, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say all of it here uh, because I took the time to read it. So Nice. Um, uh, uh, never mind. Um, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's an appropriations bill um, in a uh, subcommittee, and I believe the markup is going to the full House subcommittee uh, this Thursday. Um, and included in this is a little paragraph. I think I've got the right paragraph here. I haven't spoken to anybody expert about exactly what this is, and it doesn't have a bill number. It's just um, an appropriations bill. Um, right. But it, it seems to, I guess with less words, but more complicated words, uh, tells the FDA they can't enforce the February 15th, 2007 grandfather date on products newly deemed as tobacco products. Um, so if this little bit passes with this bill, uh, this is certainly a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the full process for a bill like this, whether or not this also, I, I would assume this also goes through the Senate. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but this is sort of, this does essentially something very similar to H.R. 2058. Um, and, and so uh, it would appear that we have two bills working in our favor through the House of Representatives at this time. Wow. Um, so that's a good bit of news. And I guess we'll see the full committee markup on Thursday. Um, and in the meantime, it seems that uh, the AVA, and I saw a post this afternoon from the Utah Smoke Free Association, um, and I would assume some other state uh, organizations are reaching out to vendors uh, to engage the vendors and engage their uh, customers, I guess. Right. Um, but for the most part, engaging the vendors to uh, uh, make phone calls and write letters and send mm -hmm. emails to their district representatives. Now, this is going to be limited to people who live in districts represented by someone who is on the committee. There's right. a lot of committee members. So, um, and they, uh, I had a list this weekend, um, but uh, it's, uh, suffice to say, it's a good thing. And if anybody, if, if Greg from the ABA reaches out to you, please uh, uh, follow his I think they would be somewhat, well, hopefully they're simple, <laughs> uh, but follow his instructions uh, because this is very important 
lot of support. Um, be very helpful in this. Okay. Just kind of wanted to rattle off some of the states. That, uh, okay. So um, I don't want to give you the, all the districts individually, but uh, Alabama, Arkansas, California, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, Mississippi. Um, that's yeah. Uh, Nebraska, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Washington, and West Virginia. Um, I already hit Georgia and Texas. Yes. Um, all of those states, you guys all have uh, at least one district representative on this committee. Uh, it's the House Appropriations Committee. Uh, and uh, so just keep your ears peeled <laughs> yeah. and look no. for something in the emails. Uh, you will probably be prompted to take action, not necessarily by us. Uh, this seems to be sort of something led by um, uh, reaching out to vendors, which is not mm -hmm. always something that we do. Um, well, right. Which, but, which makes kind of, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're talking about taxable income, and jobs and, and all these things that are supposed to matter to your congressional representatives, those are the people you would want speaking. They would have more clout than just a consumer. Right. I would assume, at least as far as this goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that so. makes sense to me. So uh, always good to start off with a bit of good news. And uh, I guess next week, hopefully, we'll be uh, updating about how this went on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and now to the doom and gloom. Um, I, I, <laughs> I have not updated our New York call to action, um, but anybody who's been paying attention to the New York legislature should know that uh, the Senate adjourned on Friday to pick up business again tomorrow. Um, so as long as the legislature is going into these extra days, um, SB, I believe it's 2202, uh, actually it was AB 5955 that passed right. the House and moved mm -hmm. into the Senate. Um, so as long as the Senate is still meeting, this bill is still alive. Um, and we do have an active call to action for this. Nothing has changed about needing to uh, contact your uh, state senator and, and uh, urge them to oppose this bill. Um, yeah. We also have the phone number for the Senate president, John Flanagan, um, and you can give him a call and please yeah. tell him how, how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> um, and there was, there was some good uh, debate. Well, I guess it's only a good debate if both sides are debating properly. Um, mm -hmm. The, the folks who were in opposition to this bill presented some some very good counter arguments. And uh, it, it is really kind of amazing how easily people are, are willing to accept the same tripe. <laughs> Just trot it out. Um, we watched uh, <clears throat> uh, Representative Rosenthal. She's, she's one of the sponsors of the bill. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and she 
but she is the one that brings up three or four of these things every year. So every year we can expect this from her and Kemp Hannon. Uh, and I think there's two or three others that are, seem to be jumping on the bandwagon here. Um, but uh, yeah, there were some there was some pretty interesting moments where she was basically called on the gateway claim and had to kind of, <laughs> you know, fumble through her paperwork and, and not come up with any information, just sort of leave it. Yeah, I know I heard it somewhere. And, <laughs> you know, like, you know, did some guy on the street actually inform this legislation? Is that what's happening? Um, so uh, it was it was well worth the watch. Um, New York is, is one of those states where you can watch full yeah. house proceeding. So uh, if this does come to a full Senate debate, I highly recommend people watch it. It's some good TV. Um, so uh, that's New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did just to uh, follow up on Minneapolis this afternoon. Um, the, <clears throat> uh, it's another long committee. Um, let's see if I can dig up what this is. It is the Health Environment and Community Engagement Committee, uh, and they met this afternoon around 1.30. It looks like the committee is still uh, intent on going through with their, it's not really a flavor ban, but it, it restricts where you can sell flavored vapor products. Um, and of course, for the sake of convenience, uh, they have lumped uh, vapor products in with tobacco. And I do believe that vapor shops in Minneapolis are already required to uh, have a tobacco dealer's license. So uh, if you're in compliance already, then this doesn't affect you. But as we have stated, what this affects is places like grocery stores, pharmacies, bodegas, and if they have bodegas and Minneapolis, but that's what we call them here, um, corner grocery stores. Um, and, uh, you know, these are places where they're still going to be able to sell regular old cigarettes. Uh, and this is obviously a very important place for current adult smokers to see, oh, wait, I have other options. I, I have, but that sounds delicious rather than, you know, smelling like tar and burning um, maybe I'll try that. Uh, so now they don't have that flavor option. Well, if this ordinance passes, they, they would remove that, that flavor option. Um, and, you know, if there's anything to motivate um, businesses, the dedicated vapor shops in the area as to why you might want to help oppose this ordinance. Um, right. Yes, you guys are sort of exempted, but just remember that a large majority of your future customers, uh, they their first exposure to these products is sitting next to their favorite brand of cigarette. Um, right. So it's not so much a win for you uh, to to be exempted from this. It, it really is. It's 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 potentially a big loss um, mm -hmm. to your future business. So. Um, don't let the fact that you're exempted from this uh, prevent you from, from taking action. And, of course, you know, now this kind of effort is, is going to be codified. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it's a short step from saying, 
we're not going to allow selling flavored products in grocery stores to, well, we're just not going to allow flavored products anywhere. How about that? Um, so yeah. um, think long and hard on this before you dismiss the potential consequences of this ordinance. Um, okay. And I don't have uh, an update as far as when this will go to full committee. Um, I'm sure it's out there. Uh, pay attention to the Minnesota Vapors Advocacy MNVA. Um, they will likely have uh, updates on this. Um, all I have here is that uh, I lost my place. Uh, th but th there was a, a substitute that was approved, uh, and that was. I, I didn't quite understand it. I think I'll have to read it like three or four times, but uh, um, so it looks like, okay, no, nothing's been rescheduled. There's no indication as to when this will go to the full committee, if that's even how Minneapolis runs their business. Um, okay. So uh, Minneapolis papers, just keep your ear to the grindstone. Uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> So that's Minneapolis. Um, I feel like I'm going to be forgetting something. It, it's June. I mean, we really shouldn't be having a whole lot of legislative updates yeah. going no. on. Um, it's, I haven't noticed anything. If that helps um, you, makes you feel any better. We did release our uh, third and uh final um, call to action regarding the FDA workshops that came out last week, right? Right. Yeah. June 16th. Yes. Um, so this was, um, this was a good one because we actually got Carl on a panel. Um, and if you haven't read his blog post about his experience on that panel, I, I highly recommend it. Um, and my, one of my favorite quotes from that is don't ever let the, uh, opportunity to, you know, use your, your statement, your conflict of interest statement to actually make a statement, um, <laughs> which is, I think, uh, he took full advantage of that and, uh, uh, it was quite brilliant. So, um, <laughs> there's, there's a little bit in this call to action about, uh, expressing some gratitude towards the FDA for allowing a, a true representative of consumer interests to uh, participate in the workshop. Um, I, I think that is a token thank you that we can offer up. Uh, but much like the second call to action, there are three parts to this. One is a, the simple submission. The uh, part B is kind of additional you know, if you're feeling so motivated, here are some very detailed and specific questions that uh, would be helpful. And of course, the third part is detailed instructions on how to submit your comment. Right. Um, and so that is uh, available on our website. Yeah, it is. Wow. <laughs> this, this is, um, wow. This, this is one of the first times you've come on and it hasn't been like 45 minutes of, and, and that's Minneapolis. Uh, next is <laughs> this town, this town, this town. It's, it's, um, wow. 
Yeah, the politicians just want to enjoy their summer, I guess. I guess. I Yeah, I, I don't know um, how. I mean, you know, there are just like a half a dozen or more state legislatures that are in session uh, pretty much year round. Um, right. So, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. Every state's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there are some people that apparently just can't get enough of legislating. So, you know, <laughs> New York is still in session. Kansas went, uh, you know, a week or two over their deadline, uh, right. you know, so uh, yeah. some of these guys just really love that job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they just, they save all the budget stuff for last. Now, if they did that first, I think their legislative season would be a lot shorter. And I, I only have that opinion because I watch a lot of C-SPAN. Everything gets crammed into the last few days or few weeks of Pretty much any political session, it seems like, and especially the stuff that's going to offend people. Not yeah. offend people, but is going to rile people up and they kind of try to hide it. it it's, it's interesting how yeah, politics it's, works. It's like dumping a story on a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Then nobody's going to know anything happened. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, everybody's in a panic anyway, so getting any substantive changes to uh, particularly egregious legislation is, is probably uh, very difficult. Oh, yeah. I would, I would think so, too. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Quick update. So, yeah, I, maybe maybe down the line we can talk about uh, uh, more interesting, well, not more interesting, <laughs> different interesting you know, we yeah. have uh, we have some conversation in the community about uh, labeling issues and um, you know potentially some some science stuff. Uh, yeah. you know, maybe maybe Carl would be interested in, in coming on and, and doing mm-hmm. an update. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't really don't want to sign people up for stuff that they don't <laughs> have time for. But <laughs> right. No, yeah. no. I've I've actually had I've actually done a couple of hours with Carl before. Got when Karen was um, the show's co-host. We did. We had Carl on a bunch actually. Yeah, Carl's Carl's a good guest. Interesting too, and oh, yeah. and his his audio does some interesting things. <laughs> So it makes for for interesting sound clips for later. So, um, wow. All right. Wow. Feeling good. Um, HR 2058 is still an active call to action. Um, so urge your Congress critter. I shouldn't call them that. Urge your Congress member to become a co-sponsor. That's important. And yeah. Um, well, I guess this wraps it up. You can, if you've not already joined CASA, please join CASA at CASA.org. Or we can give you or help give you the tools to fight government overreach and overregulation of tobacco harm reduction products. Um, you can see us on Facebook at the CASA.org Facebook page or the We Are CASA Facebook page. Um we are Casa Media on Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, I think. Um, so come join us. Um, thank you for everything you do, Alex. Have a good night. Go.
do something fun. I'll try. I've got okay. I've got some new new TV shows to watch. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> Enjoy that. Thank you for everything you do for us. Likewise. Thanks. Have a good night. You Bye. too. See you.